Hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jolly Jarvis, and today we're talking about taking an idea and creating an offer with it. Now, the thing is, is that it's very easy to, in the middle of the night, when you're in the shower, come up with an idea and think, yeah, I should definitely do this. But, you know, whether or not you're in business or not, whether or not you're thinking of putting something together and creating a business, you want to do some due diligence on it. You want to sense check it. You want to make sure it's worth the time and potential financial investment involved to make an idea into an offer, making it into a reality. So where, where do you start with all this? Well, the reason I come to this right now is because I've been doing quite a lot of work behind the scenes. I know I've alluded to it. I'm not quite in a position to share the full shebang with you, but needless to say, I am creating something that I am truly excited about and I believe can help so many people in so many ways. And I'm really excited to launch this in, in a few days time. In the meantime, what I want to do is just kind of share with you the process that I went through. It's all well and good when people tell you you should be doing this, you should be doing that. But what did I do? What did I go through? So without trying to give too much away, which is really difficult because I'm like bursting to tell people, I'm going to take you through what I do when I have an idea and then taking the idea through to actual reality, from concept to reality. So, you know, it starts off with writing down those ideas. They tend to come to you at really obscure times. Mine tend to come to me as I'm falling asleep at night or I'm in the shower or I'm doing some sort of mundane task. So have something to hand where you can write things down. In writing it down, you've kind of got it out your head. You can stop worrying about forgetting it, but then you can also come back to it, refer to it and do a bit of a sense check. And that would be your second step, will be to kind of look back at what notes you've written and think, actually, is this in the light of day and when I'm not so tired and dozy, is this still a good idea? And once you've done that, what I'd encourage you to do is think through, okay, well, how would this work? How would I implement it? What would it look like? And then before I start doing any sort of research, I'd actually talk to the audience that I'm potentially going to provide it for. And in doing that, they may be able to point in the direction of potential competitors, people who it sounds like you're doing something similar to. And the thing is, at this stage, is you're getting to grips with what you're going to say, how you're going to refer to it, what you're going to call it. And so it's a really nice kind of sense check because when you start talking out loud to other people, you start thinking, well, that sounds a bit odd and actually is that that unique and, and so on and so forth. So talk it through with your potential customers, people that you would be creating it for. If they're like, I do not see any purpose in this, or they're like, yeah, this is brilliant, when's it launching? Then you can gauge the level of excitement, the, the gauge the level of relevance that it has to the audience you're creating it for. Sometimes what's really important to us isn't what's important to the people that we're creating it for. Sometimes we know Know what they need but they're not necessarily switched on to that it's not what they necessarily want as soon as you've done that then what I would do is I then look to start looking at your competitors okay who's promising a similar outcome to you not necessarily the same process which will create a nice differentiator or USP for you but who is providing a similar outcome and what are they doing and what does that look like? How are you different? You don't have to set the world on fire different. Sometimes it's just about the execution. It's about the smoothness of delivery. It's about the customer experience. It's about your communication. If you can make it easier for that person, if you can remove a drawback, for example, then that can go a long way to creating that differentiation that you're looking for, but also providing that, that reason and therefore providing that reason why and that person should look to you and what you've got to offer versus what's out there at the moment and that's where i am i believe that you know there's a, a real difference there it's a real kind of create change hopefully for my audience but also for the wider industry because it, it does need a shake-up if you can 
look to experience what you're offering maybe it you know if that's possible if it's in a different guise for example if it's in, in it's already prevalent it's already available in a different market experience it see what the pros are what the cons are and see how you can potentially build on it just because you're like yeah this is great doesn't mean there are not improvements to be made and um, some of the people who you know mop up the best of the people who come in second on these sorts of things because they look at what's being done and they think how can i do it better and um, that's something that i'm really conscious of at the moment testing it so once you've spoken to people about it, they've said this sounds great, test it. There's no better test for an approach than to get people who said, yeah, that's a great idea to put their money where their mouth is and to actually invest in it. Now, you know, you don't have to expect them to, to pay the full hog for something that isn't quite there yet and is still in the experimental stage. But, you know, for a discount, you can get people onto a program with you, onto, you know, making a purchase so that you can test it out. You can see how it performs in real life. You know, you want to be testing it, guys. I, what I would say here is a bit of a, an extra bit is test it with people who are the ideal customer, the person you had in mind when you were creating this offer. What you don't want to do is get people who aren't your ideal customer to test it because they're going to get, why are you going to get an ideal outcome from, from somebody who isn't an ideal customer? What you're going to get is a customer, is an outcome that is potentially below par. It could have been better had the right person taken that spot and had the experience. So where you can be picky and make sure you give it a fair test. You know, that's the main thing. If nothing else, Give it a fair test, guys. Make sure that you're not setting it up to fail with the wrong people. Gather testimonials and feedback. Okay, feedback can be really painful, but um, it's very, very useful. If you draw backs, if there's something they didn't understand, if something was a bit awkward, it's their opportunity to feed it back and tell you. Equally, if something went great, what you don't want to do is remove that activity or the element because you didn't know that people really valued it. So you know what to touch and what to leave alone. And you only know that through feedback. You're not creating an offer for yourself. You're creating it for somebody else. And so it's that somebody else you want feedback for. Gather those testimonials so that your ideal customer can understand, okay, this is who it's for, this is people who've gone before me, and this is who it's made sense for. So, you know, make sure you're gathering those testimonials so that people can understand how great you are and how relevant you are. And then launch it. Yeah? Final step. You've got the testimonials, you've got the evidence, you've got the feedback, you've done the tweaking, you've tested it for yourself, you've spoken to the right people, you've got people purchasing it already at a trial price, an introductory price, then launch it. Now, launching it organically makes the most sense to start off with because what you can do there is you can get it out in front of your ideal customer, you can test the messaging, you can make sure that it is attracting the right people, that it is resonating with people. You're there, you're able to tweak it more, you're able to be more responsive than if you're putting it out to cold traffic where you're not sure if it's the audience, whether it's the messaging or it's the offer itself. So, you know, do yourself a favor, do some, some groundwork to start off with, make some effort on an organic front and see how many places you can get filled that way before you look at putting money behind it, running ads and, and bringing cold traffic and newbies into your world. So that's it for me, guys. I hope that's helped. If you have got an idea, then, you know, don't just sit on it and um, you don't want to be that person who's kicking themselves because they came up with an idea and then somebody else beat them to it. So, you know, if you're thinking, I have no idea how to get started with this, there is help out there. Please do jump into the Women's Wealth community. I'm over on Facebook. Lots of activities going to be happening after Christmas there. And um, there'll be lots of ways to get the support and help you need to make that offer a reality, to get it out there into the world and stop helping your audience and start generating income and consistent income for yourselves. 
So that's it for me, guys, this week. I look forward to speaking to you again next week where I'm going to reveal to you what all this activity and excitement is all about. Bye for now. Thank <laughs> you.